0: Welcome! Today is Monday, October 1st. We start with some lazy Sunday stories. how so Jacob DeGrom deserves to be Cy Young. MLB playoffs are just starting. The NHL season is about to begin. And all oak isn't brown. Lego!
1: This is the Matt and Muse Show with Matt Hensler and Adam Musinski. Welcome to the Mad Muse Show. We're back.
0: Another new camera angle for everybody.
1: Exactly. We're we're working stuff out. Um, we actually have a stand for the camera now. It's not taped onto something.
0: Well, it's not a stand for a camera. It's a stand for a uh, work light. Yeah. But it works.
1: It works. It fits. It's all we show you, but it's holding the camera. <laughs> yeah, you can see it. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what's new, dude?
0: Um... Olivia didn't sleep very well last night. Uh-oh. Other than that, it's... Uh,
1: so that means you didn't sleep Yeah, at all. I'm
0: exhausted today. This show might be a wreck. Um, but I'm doing all right. Things are well. I'm excited for uh, baseball playoffs. I'm excited for this cooler weather. I'm excited for hunting season coming up. Other than that, not a whole lot's going on in my life.
1: You lead an exciting life. It's... Yeah, sure. <laughs> Um. So since last episode, I went over to uh the Blake's Hard Cider Farm in our May to Michigan, and uh, go there once a year. Uh drank a lot of cider. No, that go for you. Went out. It was fun. Learned a lot. <laughs> drank a lot of new new liquids and new beers. Did some foaling and didn't feel so good Friday again. Told myself I wasn't <laughs> going to be hungover, but. Hey, man, what's inevitable is inevitable. I um, learned that this weekend, just kind of hung out. It was really fun. Uh, Jameson has uh, spiders and balls, and we got him in Blake and shaking them. He just started cracking up um, videos on Instagram, at Muse714, if anyone wants to take a look. <laughs> Shameless plug. <laughs> um Yeah. Other than that, it's been kind of crappy weather, so we haven't done much. Yeah. Welcome to Michigan in October. Oh yeah. My grass needs to be cut really bad, but whatever. Poor guy. Yeah. Things happen. So we asked everyone a question. um, Excuse me, and did not get many responses. So uh, what we wanted to know is, what do you think the Wings are going to do this season? Um, Your wife.
2: My
0: wife, my lovely wife.
1: Loyal Wings fan. She is just said here we come stanley <laughs> <laughs> i keep hope dr-
0: keep dreaming babe
1: yeah uh other than that though i yeah i, I guess keep dreaming but
0: yes yeah, so give us some answers live on facebook if you're able
1: for sure let us know
0: um well how well do you think the wings are going to do
1: I want to say compete for a playoff spot. I don't know if it's too soon for that, though. But that's kind of my feeling. I think with Zetterberg retiring slash not playing because I think he's not technically retired to still get paid or whatever, however that works. Um, but I think we should compete. We'll be a fun team to watch, definitely. We're really young. Um, we definitely still have some old dudes. But at the end of the day, I think will be very interesting, very fun to watch. And I don't know. I guess I hope for the best. What do you think?
0: Well, Josh on Facebook says we'll be bottom third. Got to build and get better from here. Um, I would say we'll maybe be third in our division at best. I don't think this will be a great season with a lot of these young guys. It's going to take a lot to get them to learn how to play together. Yeah, it will take hell half the year to get that all figured out. And by the time we do, I mean we'll we'll look good, but we have we've got a lot of a lot of work to do. Our first round draft pick is starting the season off in the AHL. He didn't I th- make the cut for the wings yet. I think so.
1: that's smart. Um he's gotta play with the next league up and then kinda move over. I can see him by the end of the year being on the team. Though, oh absolutely. You know? I think so too. Um but
0: come on young guys. Yeah, let's it, do something.
1: That- that's the only thing I think, like that we we may do at least win, get a playoff spot or something. Is just no one knows really what to expect because none of these guys have played together. That also means we're not going to do good, but that could mean hey, maybe we, we we sneak out a few wins. Do a Golden Knights? I don't think we'll do that. <laughs> That'd be nice, but all
0: right. Well, moving on. Um, it's been a busy week, real busy week in sports. It has.
1: It has. Baseball
0: season's winding down. NFL is just getting started. College football's getting exciting again. Um, big news that I thought coming out of the MLB, CC Sabathia gave up $500,000 to hit a player. Um, it's more complicated than that. Basically what happened is CC Sabathia and the New York Yankees um <laughs> Excuse me, we need a cough button. <laughs> we do. We need a cough. <laughs> That's a button we need to find quick. Um, CC Bathia was two innings away from hitting his uh, inning level to make a $500,000 bonus for the season. Right. Two innings. And he was playing, or the Yankees were playing the Tampa Bay De- Devil Rays, or I guess it's the Rays now. Um, and Andrew Kitteridge, reliever for the Rays, threw a pitch over the um, – Austin Romine's head Who was the catcher For the Yankees mm-hmm. And The very next Batter That CC faced Was The Rays catcher And He Once again Only had to pitch Two more innings <laughs> And did one of the Unspoken unsp- rules Of baseball And threw it at him Hit him in the leg Yeah um, And he, he came out And said that he never Makes some decision Based on money Which Good for you man But that's yeah Half a mil
1: that, that's a big chunk of change, but how much has he made throughout his career? Oh, a lot of money. You know, so he may be looking at it as, hmm, I need to stick it with my teammate. Do I need half a million dollars? Man, it'd be nice, but I'm making enough that it doesn't
0: matter. What I think I would have done if I had to make a multi-hundred-thousand-dollar decision in a split second, <laughs> um, I would have said to my teammates, you know, I'm supposed to hit this guy. Right. I'm supposed to plunk him, but how about this? I just keep pitching and I make that $500,000 and I throw you guys a party. I'll spend $175,000 <laughs> on a party if I don't have to hit that guy. I yeah. mean, I, do, I understand what he did. I'm right. Obviously, baseball's my thing. And I, to a certain extent, absolutely agree with what he did because I love the unspoken rules of baseball. Um, but it's a big chunk of change to give up. Okay,
1: I'm going to put this in perspective for you so far through 2018 CC Zabathia has made 256 million dollars he's made over a quarter million dollars he makes 10 million a year right now last year of his contract 500 grand eh. okay I don't want to pebble into Grand Canyon man well, I that's all I could really think uh, of hit. like fair enough it's it's a lot of money but in what he's used to making he Hey, I'd rather stick up for my team and go from there. But who knows?
0: I could I could use $500,000. I could
1: use $5. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> he deserves the Cy Young. Man. Dude's on fire. 10-9 and 9 overall as a record. Uh, 1.7 ERA, 217 innings pitch, 269 Ks, a whip of .912, and a war of 10.1, um, which is an unheard of number.
0: So... You look at pitchers who won the signing in the past, a lot of times it's their win-loss record. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they had good stats to back that up. Usually you need that. Jacob deGrom has got no run support. He's only had, Mm -hmm. in his 32 starts this season, he's only had 10 games where they scored more than four runs for him, Mm -hmm. which is terrible. And, I mean, it's the same thing that Verlander fell into when he was with the Tigers. Exactly. Um, DeGrom had an amazing season. I saw a stat where if... The Mets scored four runs in each of his starts. He wouldn't have a loss.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, four runs. You're not asking for a lot. You're not, not asking for runs. twelve.
0: He wouldn't have a loss this year. Um, so ten and nine is a good record. And with those numbers, it's amazing that he had nine losses, but he didn't because he had zero run support. Right. Um, give him the award. Absolutely, hands down. The of the MLB this year. Yeah,
1: that's just it. The numbers are there just because his team couldn't support him. That's not his fault. He doesn't make those decisions. He went out, did the best he could, and was the best in the MLB at it.
0: But look at last year, though. You had uh, Justin Verlander had an outstanding season with great numbers, but not as good as a record as Rick Purcello had. Right. And then Rick Purcello gets blasted on social media by <laughs> Verlander's <laughs> not so ugly fiance or wife, wife I don't even know if they're married, now. married they got
2: married
1: like a week after the World that's Series that's right that's right because they set the date when he was still with the Tigers Mm-hmm. so that's right yeah um,
0: so yeah, stats are great but win loss what people look at moving on to basketball a little bit Sharif O'Neal son of legendary Lakers Shaquille O'Neal um, is apparently missing his freshman season at UCLA due to needing surgery in his heart I don't have much to say about it, it's just
1: sad. No, that is sad. Um good luck to him and the whole O'Neal family. Hopefully he heals up quick and everything and can make a comeback, but that's well, sad news, but it makes me feel old that Shaq's kids in college. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Shaq was on the magic.
0: Like Yeah. I have his rookie it, card. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's worth like twelve bucks.
1: <laughs> hey man. He probably spent like a dime on it. I don't even know where I got it. I, mean, right? I probably
0: stole it from some <laughs> kid. If I stole your uh, Shaquille O'Neal rookie card, give me a phone call. We'll talk. Oh, gosh. How <laughs> many phone calls are you going to get? I'll direct him to the Matt and Mews There you go.
1: God, I'm going to turn that off on my phone. <laughs> uh, J.R. Smith was told to cover up his tattoos to say Supreme. Uh, it's the logo of a New York-based streetwear company because it's not a corporate logo of the NBA. The NBA is telling them he has to cover it up. What are that's your thoughts?
0: That's dumb. Yeah. So here's my thoughts on that. I mean, you look at, well, baseball. <laughs> look at baseball in Japan and South Korea. Mm-hmm. Their uniforms Whoa. just covered in logos. But, and all, that's a team sponsor, not necessarily the league sponsor. All the soccer teams. The exactly. Soccer yeah. all over the world and in the U.S. The same exact yeah. way. Um, if he's willing to etch that into his skin and he could sort something out with just the the company?
1: Why the heck not, Kenny? Having that on? Right. I, I get where they're coming from, but it that needs to be the rule. You can either have tattoos or you can't. Because eh. now you're, well, yeah, you know, like I mean, I mean, look or, how many,
0: look how many players have tattoos of no. what city they came from, like no. L.A. or New oh. York, but they play for Sacramento.
1: Right. No, I get that. I'm just saying, you, you, they're starting to get picky, and he's the first person to probably do something like this, so it's getting. Coverage, but
0: also, do we know why he has a clothing company tattooed
1: on him? Uh, I, he he he's a supporter because he had him on a sleeve too at one point. Like the actual sleeve was that brand, and he ended up getting fined. But Carmelo Anthony has the WB logo on his shoulder. True. Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. for Baltimore, West Baltimore, Maryland. But still, I just I don't like the look of this. I. NBA is <laughs> greedy. Yeah,
0: you know that, that's that. that's all they're looking that's for. the reason, Adam Silver is trying to get more money. Right, exactly. So that's stupid. Keep your tattoo, man. Stupid, stupid. He's NBA. gonna keep it. He's not gonna get rid of it. Well, oh, don't cover. <laughs> don't it cover up. it up. Pay yeah. the fines. There you go. Make the clothing company pay the fines. Um,
1: I I want to know how what their sales have been over the past like four days when this first came out.
0: Well, this is the first time hearing them. So. I know.
1: That's me too. I seriously wondered. I'd like to see that number because I'm sure it at least doubled.
0: Would I look good in their clothing? Well, I don't look good in many stuff. So probably Yeah, not. just
1: oh, you're setting, right. setting that one up too good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, women's basketball, which I follow even less than the NBA. And you wrote this in here. I did. I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, the United States won their third straight. <laughs> it's called the FIBA, F-I-B-A, which stands for the International Basketball Federation. Um, I couldn't figure out why that...
1: It's a translation way. thing. That's
0: all I can figure out. Um, but the Women's Basketball World Cup Championship the United States won their third consecutive with a 73-56 win over Australia. Nice. So what I've sort of seen from that is Brittany Griner and a whole bunch of very good athletes from the WNBA, they play in this International Cup, and they obviously are very good at it. Um, reminds me a little bit of the Olympics back in the late 90s. Um so good for them. Nice.
1: So what do you think of the Philadelphia Flyers mascot? We put this on Facebook. <laughs> Gritty.
0: That looks like a uh, Philly Fanatic ripoff. Um, you don't need two weird, fuzzy mascots in the same city. And I, it's <laughs> stupid.
1: <laughs> Dude, his eyes are going all crazy and everything. He looks
0: like a homeless he does, he absolutely looks homeless I'm waiting for him to start drinking a 40 out of a paper bag <laughs>
1: yeah. He's a homeless mascot And the Flyers were like, hey Come hang out here, we'll give you beer <laughs> and That's what happened
0: No, it's a terrible mascot, I don't like it at all
1: No, not good So, I'll leave the last one for you I'll do the next one Adam Vinatieri broke the all-time field goal record this week 566 field goals at 45 years young I don't know what that man does to keep his body in that good a shape, but kudos. I know you're just think, a kicker. I think
0: they're called vegetables. <laughs> I'm not sure, though.
1: Are those the green things I throw away?
0: Um, and The orange ones. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know those. <laughs> um, kudos to him. Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: I just, at 45, he's still a clutch oh, kicker. Oh, and
0: he's spry as a spring chicken. He's.
1: I would love if he played it till he was 50. He might. I think he will. Why not? Unless he gets hurt or no yeah. one signs him. But I think at this point someone would. Why sign him wouldn't just to you sign him. him? Right. Look how many kickers have already lost their job oh. this year. Yeah. The Why first wouldn't there was yeah. four something like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Browns were happy they had somebody make a thirty-yard field goal <laughs> in warmups right. with no defense. Um, but
1: the Cowboys too. Very they true. Got-
2: <laughs>
0: The, yeah, good job, Mr. Vinatieri. We'd like to interview you sometime, come on the show whenever you're free, maybe after the season. Um, we understand you're busy. Yeah, absolutely. you got you no, know, got well, 13 more weeks, and that's if you don't make the playoffs, which you probably won't. But, no. uh, it's not your fault because you're good.
1: Why is he on the Colts? <laughs> like I get you won so much with the Patriots, but why not go to the Rams? I know they just turned good or with the Patriots. Go to the Browns. What? Go to the Browns. <laughs> hey, Better than the Colts. Um,
0: so, kind of big news coming on the MLB. Uh, there's a handful of teams that have in the past signed uh, players from outside the United States. Yes. And the MLBs come under investigation with some of their teams because they're finding that some of these teams are moving around funds, uh, allocating certain funds where they're not supposed to to try to get these players into the U.S., not paying them what they're supposed to be making, um, spending money and funds on things they're not necessarily supposed to be spending it on, and basically going around international signing rules for a lot of these players. Um, Or at least that's a speculation. Um, The Atlanta Braves are being come down on first. But there's plenty of other teams and be followed up on um, for other players. So right now there's not a whole lot that's come out of it. But it's something to keep on your radar. Um, with baseball, obviously it's still one of the big three sports. Yeah. And with them being really the only, well, outside of hockey and Canadians and Russians... Um, they're the only sport that brings in a plethora of players from outside the US mm-hmm. where their main fan ba- base is in the US. Right, right. And you need to you need to understand that they have to adhere by certain rules and that they're not. This is a multi-million dollar multi-billion dollar at times company yeah. that's circumventing rules. So just like any other company in the US would, the ruling body at this time is the MLB in the United States and is cracking down on these teams. So, there's a lot that could come out of it, but we don't know yet.
1: Yeah, it's interesting to see it when I when it came across my phone, I I, honestly, I just read it before the show, but it's definitely something that if you look at how all these players did get to the league and Yasiel Puig and all those guys mm-hmm. like it's really like I'm kind of surprised it took this long. You know, he, he read stories and of his bringing up and I'm sure there's a bunch of other ones that went through kind of the same deal. But you kind of wonder, how did they do that? And when is it like, are they really doing everything right? Because so at the end of the day, they're probably not. You know, that's I was kind of shocked reading the book about the wings, bringing all those guys in. Like, that was all, le- like they could legally do all that somehow? No way. You know, so, I, yeah, it's really a story we'll follow, update you as we get more information, but it's definitely just the start, I think, especially going into the offseason, you're going to see a lot of teams and a lot of names come up in this investigation.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, but No, just a, a fan left us a comment, and well, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. If you're not watching live on Facebook, you're going to miss out on that one, everybody. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, nice segue here. It is.
1: It's the same sport. MLB playoffs are upon us. There were two game 163s today. Um, the Dodgers won and the Brewers won. And I hate game 163. Love it. I, I love it. it. Hate it. Baseball, because I, I hate the, play, the wild card game, too. So this is all part of that same argument. Baseball is a game of series, is it not? Okay, Absolutely. So if you play a team 21 times and you beat them 14 times, you won the series against them for the season, did you not? Absolutely. Okay. Why would you then have to play them one game to see if you win the division?
0: Because you are playing at the end of the season, you are the best your team is going to be in theory. You want to play pit your best against their best. Right. So many so many things happen between game one and game twenty one. I know. I mean, I absolutely understand your point, but this is a rare time in sports. Now we get to see it two days in a row, where one game means everything. Yeah. And I mean, today not so much. Today, basically, both those games figured the wild card team and who got an automatic bid. Right. Which tomorrow and. Wednesday, the wild card games, either you win or you pack your bags and go home. you are got to prove that the best that you can absolutely offer is better than what the other team can. Right. And I think that's great because in a in a sport filled with series, being able to have one game for all the marbles, it's awesome. There's no, nothing like it in sports. Absolutely nothing.
1: No, I know that. I just... As much as baseball is all about series, 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 it's like you're throwing in this gimmicky little end to actually figure out the winner. No, understandable. Like, th- th- and also
0: look at how much money the MLB made today with those two games. Oh, I know. So much money.
1: Everyone was talking about it. It was on everywhere.
0: Yeah. So I love it. I absolutely love it, and I cannot wait for the Wild Card games.
1: I don't like that either. Just It's the same reason, though. But it is what it is. Even if they played a three-game series... I'd, I'd like that better, but I'm not the commish. Thank God. Yeah. Well, actually, you'd probably do a better job than
0: Manfred. Probably would. Not a Rob Manfred fan. In case I haven't made that known to you over you the actually years. You have
1: not. 1st time hearing about it. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Oh. I know you didn't like Nick Saban and Bill Belichick. That was about it. Oh, we're going to have to have a show about
0: people Matt doesn't like. I, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming to that. It's coming to that. So far, we only have three. That's only an hour and a half worth of <laughs> things to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. You get going on your rant
1: sometimes, man. It can get bad. Oh, stupid saving.
0: <laughs> um, Tiger season is finally over. Thank God, So
1: wasn't a hundred losses. Ninety eight. Oh, so close. close. <laughs>
0: so close. Um, they did not do well. They only had one nope. player that almost hit three hundred, and Nick Castellanos. It was a bad, bad season. Yep. Um. But, oh, shoot, we're not even getting the first pick. Nope. We're not even we're bad not enough even... to be good in the draft. No. I'll
1: say, what's our pick? i be like 7 or 8. Uh shouldn't be that high. Even Pretty close, so. It's going to be somewhere in that 10 to less 15. Than 10. Definitely less than 10. Yeah. So, no, I know. You you stuck so bad, but you could have sucked a little bit more just to get a better pick.
0: Now, yeah, at that
1: point, just tank. Right. Um. But that team may also be getting a new owner. Come on, Danny boy. Dan Gilbert um, is looking to sell off all his casino and gambling interests, which could make him a buyer for the Tigers. Now, the MLB bylaws say if you want to own a team, you can't own any casino and gambling interests. So he is now considering, because I think he owned Creektown or MGM or one of those down in Detroit, selling those, Greektown, um, selling those to buy the Tigers. Just speculation right now. But it could happen. What are your thoughts? I love it. So since
0: the younger Illich's took over, it's been a disaster. Yes. Absolute disaster. I actually met them at a friend's wedding
1: one time. The younger Illich's? Yeah. It was Like Chris Illich? Yeah. Your friends are friends with Chris Illich? Yeah. Can we get him on the show? Probably not. Damn.
0: (laughs) Damn. See what I can do. Um,
1: Had one job,
0: so I obviously didn't know what to say at the time because I was drinking and
1: (laughs) you didn't say anything, did you? No, absolutely not.
0: (laughs) I did tell Shana, whatever it takes. If you can find lifelong tickets to the Red Wings and the Tigers,
1: go for it. Go for it.
0: Nice. Um, That also didn't happen.
1: Anyway, you couldn't even the work up the courage to be like, "Hey, I'm Matt. Nice to meet you, Chris." They were busy. Mr. Illich. They're they're up here. I am in a several
0: was, several pay grades. Was lower this than them.
1: after we started our show? No. Okay. No. this. Was I almost
0: slugged you in the nose a couple years ago. Um, so, anyway, I, I wasn't. I was more nervous person than that man. I was really shy. Something outside? Nope. It is Halloween. There's usually there's a cat up in that window. Fowling cl- out there. <laughs> um, I, I got all oh anyway so the is since the younger kid chris has taken over it's it's been disastrous yeah. as i was saying and we need to refresh something with the organization <laughs> i agree
1: i'm yeah i think he should buy the tigers and he should buy the pistons you know what just buy all four and bring a soccer team to town there we go Does, you can call them all the
0: uh the Dans, the Detroit Dans <laughs> or the Gilberts. The or Detroit I don't care. Dans. Rename them all as long as you do something profitable.
1: Yeah. No, I think he'd be good. I'd. He'd have to obviously sell the Cavs to get in with the Pistons, but it's it's a step in the right direction. I think I do believe within 10 years he will own the Tigers and I'm going to say the Pistons because I think they're the ones most likely to sell after that. I don't know if the Ilches will ever get rid of the Wings. Probably not. And I—that was always Daddy's pride and joy. Yeah, and until Martha passes on, I don't. She's not getting rid of lines, and I don't know if her kids or whoever inherits that will get rid of them. But Frankie
0: Ford—that's doomed. My last name is Ford, and name my kid Frankie.
1: Frankie, Frankie Ford.
0: You know what starts on Wednesday? Um, Probably one of my favorite shows, or something. I don't know.
1: NHL season. That's one of my favorite shows. Oh, got it. (laughs) Yeah, NHL season officially starts. Caps, I know, play Wednesday. Wings uh, host the Blue Jackets. uh, Thursday night, home opener. at I was going to say the Joe. Little Caesars
0: Arena. LCA. (sighs) This is potentially our last season without Stevie Y again.
1: Yes. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. A lot of promising... A promising future, I should say, for the Wings um, starting now, and I think we're going to have a very exciting couple years ahead of us. So, But uh, we will most likely not be in the Stanley Cup Finals. No, probably not. So who do you think is going to actually win? I think
0: the Leafs are going to win. Uh, I think it's going to go to Toronto. They have a really good mix of young players and veteran players. They have a lot of talent in that team, a lot of returning starters. I definitely foresee them. Taken in this year. Plus, last I checked, they were within the top three of Vegas odds to win the cup. And I think it's absolutely accurate. I don't know who they're going to beat. No idea. (laughs) No (laughs) clue at all. I did not pick a loser. (laughs) loser. I only picked winners.
1: Oh, winners. Uh, No, that's a good pick. I think Babcock's going to get another one before he retires. Um, He's still, I think he's 60 something, so he's still fairly young and whatnot. But as um, far as coaches go, well, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Um, I'm gonna find out his age one second. Uh, he is. Oh, he's only fifty five. Yeah, he'll, he'll get one more before he retires, if not two. Um, anyways, I took the Jets over the Lightning. Um, the Lightning are always an interesting team. Um, I don't know. They played good last year. Why not? I don't. I don't think the Capitals are gonna do it again. No. Um, and the Jets were. I think, pretty sure they won the President's Cup last year, which is the best regular season. Um, I don't think the Golden Knights are. I don't think the Golden Knights are going to go
0: back to back the way they did. I think no. they're going to be a decent team again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They'll be in the playoffs and they'll definitely be in the division hot and everything. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take the Jets. They're good for you. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Wrong Jets. I know. It was a joke. <laughs> no one laughed. There's Um, two of us here, and I thought it was stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Of course no one laughed. Like I said, no one laughed. Um, Winks, we already covered that. We sort of already covered it, yeah. But Um, to recap, I'm hoping for a playoff appearance. I won't say run, but uh, like I said, it's going to be an exciting couple years. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, they won't make the playoffs. Third in their division at best. This is our stat slash fact of the podcast.
0: Every time that plays, I feel like I am uh, getting ready to watch a movie in the movie theater. <laughs> it's like with the crazy
1: graphics and sound flashes on. It's I do like, oh, Dolby Surround. That's the best sound effect I found. <laughs> I it, I was trying to make that thing for probably three hours, and I ran across that. I'm like, ooh, the reverse. Oh, money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey,
1: j- j- just for fun. This is our stat slash fact of the podcast. Money. Love it. Um,
0: So this week, it's more of a fact than a stat. Um, And this is just an approximation, everybody, but it's kind of depressing. Well, I mean, hold on. Let me say it first. It takes approximately 600 cows to make enough leather required for a season's worth of footballs every NFL season. (laughs) That's a lot of cows. But, you got know, to think, they're not just getting slaughtered I mean, for I their know. skin. All you take and, anti- and kill cow people out there. right? Um, but that's a lot of cows. So why do they call it the pigskin? Because they used to be made out of pigskin. Good. Pigskin is heavy. Good. Just making sure you're on it. I grew up on a farm, man. Come on.
1: No, just, just double checking, man. You never know. Never know. I know. I know it all. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> uh, coming up, we got beer. The podcast. We talk Oktoberfest over in Munich. Uh, the Ryder Cup uh, just wrapped up. That was depressing. And we give you our weekly football recap and predictions. It's Beer the Podcast time. We are back. Yeah. Yeah. Love Beer the Podcast time. Um, we have done... This is our 14th episode, so we've done 14 Beer the Podcasts and then also some overtimes. We have touched on a lot of Canarchy beers, which is Cigar City, Oscar Blues, and Perrin. Um, so far, we've done two Parent and Oscar Blues. So, for today... We have White Oak High li from Cigar City. Cheers, mm, brother. Yummy. Delicious beer. Delicious. It's probably the most boring three seconds on air when we're drinking our beers.
0: No, I think the other <laughs> hour when we're talking is more boring than that. Probably.
1: Probably. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, White Oak High Lye is an oak aged IPA special release from Cigar City. Highly is their year-round IPA. Um, they literally took Highly and added oak spirals, um, which gave them vanilla, coconut, a little bit of dill flavor. Um, that got added to the citrusy, caramel highly. Uh It's it's a great beer. Seventy IBUs. Um, it's I don't know. Cigar City makes really good beer, and I know in Michigan we're a huge beer geek state and all about ourselves. This beer is awesome. High Lie is a top three IPA for me.
0: So If you like beer and you haven't had anything from Cigar City yet, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Incredible liquid. Everything I've had from them has been absolutely delicious. They're killing it down there, um, and I'm happy to drink their beer up here in the state of the Wolverines. And the Chippewas. We're the Wolverine State, not the Chippewa State.
1: Chippewas are better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You can bring that up with your senator. (laughs) Right. Uh, They have a bunch of good beers. They got a lager, um, a Belgian-style white ale, high-lice. I like their Maduro, their brown. Maduro. Yummy stuff. Very good. Guayabara. Also really good man. is a citra pale ale. That is probably my favorite beer from them. Um, But everyone gets afraid because it's a pale ale. It's a good beer at the end of the day. So, like it, love it, drink it. It's yummy. Cheers. Cheers. Prost. Prost. Speaking of Prost, (laughs) on the other side of the world, in Munich, Germany, the better side of the world, Oktoberfest began September 22nd and is still going on for six more days. Um... For those who don't know what Oktoberfest is, just go look it up because, yeah, nah, I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> 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 like, it's a beer festival in Germany where they drink tons of beer and they party. And, yeah, and it's been going on for hundreds and hundreds of years, and it's fantastic. Uh, there's six main Munich breweries, Augusteiner, Hackershaw, Hofbrau, Lowenbrau, Polliner, and Spaten. Um, good to know. Four of those are actually available in the great state of Michigan. Hackshore, Hofbrow, Polliner, Spotten. Um, but yeah, it's going on right now. Uh, it starts in September. It's still called Oktoberfest. September 22nd. Uh, it's a party. So I just wanted to point it out. Don't forget, it's going on. Next
0: year, it starts September
1: 21st. Ooh. Next year, maybe Matt and Muse will go live from Oktoberfest in Munich. <laughs> We better start taking back some empty cans. <laughs> better hit the hit the lotto quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, um, it's an exciting thing. I like beer. I'm German. Beer, everything about it is me. Someday <laughs> I'll make it. For now, I can just go to the fake one in Frankenmuth. It. It's okay, I guess. It
1: gets the job done. Yeah, I I want to go. It's definitely a bucket list thing, but. Will I? Nope. Probably not anytime soon. So, But it'd be fun. If anyone's been there, please let us know how it is. We'd love to bring you on and talk about it.
0: Oh, actually, that'd be awesome. I know somebody who went. Really? Who? I can't remember his name. I met him last week, though. He might have been lying to me.
1: Chris Illich? <laughs> no. His name is Arnold. Arnold Palmer. No, oh, he's dead. Rest in peace. Speaking of golf, <laughs> see I did there? That was terrible. <laughs> Europe
2: no, wins the up. Ryder
1: Cup. 9-12 of the last 12, 4 of the last 5. Um, the U.S. hasn't won on foreign soil in 25 years. It was 93 the last time they won. Um, they just... U.S. just got straight-up dominated. They were in it going into Sunday's matches. Barely. Barely in and it. And by in it, I mean they had a lot of room to make up, but they could still do it. And it was just an onslaught from the Europeans. Um, they ended up winning 17 and to 10 and um, Justin Thomas won his. There were a couple of them that were halved. One of the worst ones for our side was Tony Fino actually beat Tommy Fleetwood um, up, up six with four holes to go. Um, uh, Jordan Spieth dropped the ball. Uh, lost five uh, with four ho- holes to go. And Patrick Weiried, three with two holes to go. Bubba Watson again. Oh, and whatever in Sunday's Bubba, matches.
0: Bubba played terrible. Yeah.
1: Terrible. Everyone from the U.S. did. Um, so, congrats to Europe. Um, and especially Francisco Molinari, who went 5-0 and in his matches in this weekend. Only three other golfers have gone 5-0. and Larry Nelson in 1979, Arnold Palmer in 1967, and Gardner Dickerson in 1967.
0: 1967 must have been a great year for golf.
1: It was. The U.S. won by 15 points, the largest victory ever, 23.5 to 8.5. Wow. Now you know. Patrick Reed's upset. Now you know. <laughs> yeah. Patrick Reed's a little upset. He was spo- He's telling the news this that he was supposed to be paired with Spieth, but Spieth didn't want to get paired with him. So Spieth paid with Justin Thomas instead of Patrick Reed, even though Reed and Spieth are like the best duo in Ryder Cup in the current state. Um, <sighs> it's more drama.
0: Sounds like high school. Yeah.
1: The Europeans just, hey, man, let's they go win. Go golf. Yeah.
0: Um, and they were pumped when they won. Oh, yeah. It was no. They threw a party. It
1: was good oh, time. It was awesome. I wish so. I was European. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. golfers, get rid of your egos, man. We need to win this two years.
0: Honestly, I like the way Tiger played all weekend.
1: Yeah, he just came up on the wrong side of things every week. Abs- oh, absolutely. But, yeah, he played good. Finau played out of his mind, DJ, He lost, but he... Dropping 60-foot bombs on the green. Oh, it was amazing. It's the Sunday round, I'd say three of them were from 60-plus feet. It was ridiculous. And he, he chipped one in. Yeah. So, But he was playing against... Um, who was he playing against? I just had it up here. Oh, Ian Poulter, who played out of his mind even more. So, whatever. It is what it is. There's always next time. There's always next time. Every two years. Here we go. Coming back home this time. I believe Wisconsin. That's wrong. I don't know where it is, actually.
0: Keep guessing, though.
1: That's horrible radio. (laughs) (laughs) 2020 Ryder Cup. Friday, September 25th through Sunday, September 27th in Hazeltine. Nope. That was last time. Whistling Straits. It is Wisconsin. I
0: didn't second guess, yeah.
1: Oh, really? I did. That course, (laughs) they did the U.S. Open there. Last year I think Or two years ago uh, That course looks hard It it's looks p- very hard I'll Tell
0: you what Every time I play it in Tiger Woods Pro <laughs> for <Walford>, 2012 <laughs> I do really bad there The fairways are really narrow There's always win It's right off Lake Michigan
1: That's hilarious I imagine
0: it's like that in real life too a
1: 2015 PGA Championship Yeah uh, it's a
0: it, I mean it's notorious for being a tough course Yeah So good luck guys Hey, luckily <laughs> it's local. Well, it's in the U.S. You can go practice it 150 times before then.
1: In a 150-mile-an-hour wind.
0: Do it. Do it. College football. Moving on from golf. Great transition. We, well, we buried golf into the ground a couple thousand times at this point. I know. Um, college football this week. Uh, we're getting heavy into the conference play, which is yes. very exciting. Um. Up for Alabama? Oh yeah, pff, stupid Alabama! Why don't you go find an easier schedule? Stupid
1: <laughs> can't even cover a spread.
0: Yeah, against Louisiana, Louisiana.
1: the Raging Cajuns.
0: Honestly, if I'm looking at mascots and I have to choose between the Crimson Tide and Raging Cajuns, oh, I'm taking the Raging uh, Cajuns oh. ten times out of ten. Plus
1: forty-eight and a half? Hell yeah! No, but I'm,
0: I didn't because I'm an idiot. <laughs> MyBookie.com. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sponsored
1: by anyone. I'm not going to tell.
0: Okay. Uh, the Michigan State Spartans had a uh, wonderful, wonderful win over the weekend over Adams, Central Michigan, Chippewa. They only
1: won by 11. Hey, it's take a wonderful that at, win. Take that as a CMU victory. Uh, did you guys move down in the standings? No. the rankings? Moved up. You did? Moved up to 20. Oh. From 21. The Michigan moved down. One of them moved down. Michigan's down at sixteen, Michigan, I believe. Moved down, yeah,
0: they did. Um, Alabama, as we said, beat Louisiana. Did not cover the spread, though. The spread was forty-eight and a half. half, beaten by forty-two. Where'd he go, stupid Crimson Tide? <laughs> Cl- bad news out of Clemson. Terrible news out of Clemson. So hey, let's get rid of our starting quarterback and throw a freshman
1: in there. And he goes out to a concussion. He should be coming back. But Kelly Bryant's still looking to leave.
0: The dude got smoked. Did you see the hit? Yeah. It oh, man, bad. he got wrecked. Um, Ohio State and Penn State with a barn burner in Happy
1: Valley. That Dude, it was, what, six minutes left. Penn State was up 14 or 13, something like that. And I'm like, they're going to pull this off. Then I forgot that it's the Buckeyes, and they cheated at life, and <laughs> they lost.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
1: Yeah. It was a good game,
0: though. Um, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of people say that. Penn State's not an elite team. You can't beat Ohio State. Ohio State, they're a good team. They're a very yeah, good team. they are.
1: At the end of the day, they, they're they a great football team.
0: I still didn't favor them to win the East. Probably still will. Um, but congrats to Penn State. You mm-hmm. played your hearts out against a very, very, very good team. Yeah. Um, You're well on your way, Nittany Lions. Um, Notre... Not, I was just going to talk about Notre Dame.
1: <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> Notre Dame put a spanking on Stanford. Um, another huge win for them. Ian Book looks like the man at QB for them. 24-33, 278, four touches. Um, they're looking really good. The way their schedule goes from here on out, uh, they've got to go Virginia Tech, and they got to go two Northwestern and two USC, which could be the only three iffy games, uh, but they have a very good chance if they keep playing the way they are to make that, it into the playoff.
0: And I will say it's looking good for U of M, too. I mean, they lost to them early oh, in the season. Yeah. I like
1: like, to make the playoff? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. No, yeah, for sure. Notre, for Notre sure. Dame doing what they're doing yes. is looking good for you. Yes, um, definitely. That's
0: only going to help the Wolverines.
1: Yeah, that is. I mean, if you're looking at if they can go in and for somehow beat Ohio State and win the Big Ten and then the committee sitting there, oh, we're going to put Notre Dame in and we're going to put Michigan in because Notre Dame went undefeated and Michigan's only losses against Notre Dame, who went undefeated. I agree, it does. It makes Michigan's loss look very, very good. If only they're ever that simple. It's not. They'll lose four games this year. <laughs>
0: Watch. Um, Auburn, surprisingly, only won by nine over Southern Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Wow, I did not see that coming. No. I think Aub- they got lazy. They got scared.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the way it is a lot against all these small schools. It's, they're coming, they're giving it their all, no matter what. Um, they're excited just to play against you. And you're gonna walk in and kind of shrug it off. You can't. That's Central always plays so well against Michigan State. Yes, they've only won three times. I get it. I know that we're not gonna beat them. No, most you're times, absolutely right. But they bring their A game. They did only lose by eleven. The line was thirty-five or thirty-four Somebody and a half. Have. So these smaller schools do know how to play football. and They do catch you off guard.
0: They have they have nothing to lose. Oh no, they go in there. No. They I mean App, App State. Yeah, App State when they beat U of M twenty. 2006?
1: It's like 11 years ago, 12 years ago. It was yeah. a long time ago. Yep.
0: Um, nobody saw that coming. Not at all. And it's, that's what you got to look out for. And it's always exciting when it happens. Every time it's exciting oh, yeah. when it happens. Yeah. Uh, Northwestern, though, scored 17 points in the first half and zero in the second mm-hmm.
1: half. They turned it on.
0: Michigan, <laughs> Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Uh, you gave a lot of people a big scare. Mm-hmm. Would it come away with a win, but wasn't pretty. Win's a win, though. Win's a win. Take it and run, baby. Absolutely. Do better next week. Harbaugh, you better figure something out, buddy. You're gone. You are gone. Um, other than that, though, it wasn't a real exciting week. Uh, a lot of teams that should have won, won. Um, I'm happy to see Duke lost because they didn't deserve to be ranked 22. Virginia Tech beat them 31-14. And Mississippi State lost to Florida. Saw that coming. All in all, good week of football. It was. It was exciting. It was fun. I liked it. A lot of moving and changing in the top 25. It's always good to see you early in the season. Make some teams hungry. It's good stuff. Real good stuff.
1: NFL. <laughs> I don't know why it gets music and the college doesn't, but... That's what I decided. And that's
0: what goes because NFL makes more money.
1: I guess we don't make more money off the NFL. Oh, true. Turn it up there a little bit. There we go. You make money? Nope. All right. Um, almost had two more ties this week. I, that wish we I wish we would have. I wish we would have. I saw those games. I'm like, one of them. One of them is going to go. And honestly, the what was it? The Indianapolis game. Yeah. They they should have played for the tie.
0: Yeah. They went for it on fourth down. Yeah,
1: fourth and, what, 10 from their own 45. Turned the ball over on downs, and Houston just goes, hits a field goal, and game over. Yeah. Why? Why, yeah. Why did they do that? I, I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. I, their coach is like, hey, I, I do it every time. Okay, cool. I, you own it. I'll give you that. Um, but you you got to look at where you're at. I mean, you're literally turning the ball over and giving – a decent kicker, a shot at a 60-yard field goal without them moving the exactly. ball. So, for that reason, I'd say don't do it. And then they
0: got all the way down to, like, the 20.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's just a chip shot at that point.
0: And that was, that was pathetic. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's. I'm, I wish there were ties, but at least there's well, no...
1: I don't really wish they were ties. I just think it'd be funny if they kept happening. I want ties. I, I want the NFL to
0: fix this. I want them to have a reason to fix it.
1: Um, John Gruden almost got on a tie. snuck one out john gruden here's my advice to you one tony romo is not a good corona spokesperson because i don't like him so (laughs) go quit your job come back for espn monday night football and sell me corona that's all i want
0: answer that little blue phone on the beach yeah
1: i'll call you what's up coach welcome on my show
0: we can't afford him
1: he's only making 10 million a year Oh, change. Let's <laughs> sell Don't another change. one of your chairs. <laughs> in case you
0: missed it, everybody <laughs> Seattle Seahawks, Earl Thomas, the last person left from the Legion of Boom, broke his leg. Earl Thomas, the same Earl Thomas that held out all the way through training camp, all the way through preseason, joined back week one, broke his leg.
1: Did, did He does not practice during the week, he only plays in the games.
0: Earl Thomas got carted off the field and gave his own sideline, the middle finger. Good for him. Good for you, Earl Thomas. Good for you. We need an applause button. <laughs> no, no Lucy's <lose>, upset. <laughs> right. Um, after this happened, th- this
1: is why Le'Veon Bell has not reported.
0: Yep. So basically, Earl Thomas missed out on a whole bunch of money. They couldn't come to an agreement on, on a new deal. He wasn't coming to an agreement on getting guaranteed any extra money, even though he has proved himself. Mm -hmm. And he now is injured out the rest of the season with a broken leg. After this happened, Le'Veon Bell said to Earl Thomas via social media that, don't worry, get better, Earl. I'll continue being the bad guy for all of us Mm -hmm. because he is still holding out. Um, That sucks. I mean, it's to a certain extent... Yeah, he's got a ton of money. But if you are planning on this year making X amount of millions of dollars, I mean, yeah, we think about hundreds and thousands of dollars, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of dollars um, that we have to plan for in our our year, in our investments. And he's planning a million-dollar investments, and all of a sudden, just done. Right. So...
1: Sucks. The only silver lining, I will say, to this injury, it's not silver lining at all, but it's a broken bone and not a ligament. So he should be able to come back from this by beginning of next year, and performance-wise, shouldn't do much worse. Um, coming back oh, from yeah, ligaments, true. yeah, is always worse. However, it, it could still happen. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm just saying this is. In the grand scheme of things, it could have been worse, but yeah, you you got to pay the man, and that that's why Le'Veon just report came out today and said he's not coming back till week seven. And That's their bye week. week, yeah. So yep, because he has to. Yep. At that point, yeah, he needs to get back to get the games in. Um, I'm gonna stop this segment real quick because something crazy just got broken. Um, a spectator at the Ryder Cup was struck by a Brooks Keppa Kepka errant shot on the par four sixth hole. Uh, got sent to the hospital. She now cannot use her right eye. What? And she can't use her right eye, so she cannot see how well the Rams have been playing. Jared Goff. You like that? That was good.
3: She still has a left eye.
1: Yeah. Presumably. Presumably. She can't see depth that well. It just came off. I was like, we got to talk about
0: this. (laughs) breaking news that you're going to hear about Wednesday.
1: (laughs) I wish it happened the first half hour. It's okay. The Rams look freaking good. Jared
0: Goff and his golf fence.
1: 465 yards. Just a ridiculous game against a Minnesota team that looks lost. Five touchdowns. Todd Gurley went 17 for 83, no touchdowns on the ground. Cooper Cup, nine receptions, 162, two touches.
0: That Thursday night game was was, unreal. Yeah. I mean, it was a great game. Coming into the season, a lot of people thought, Kirk Cousins was going to take a long time to adjust to Mm -hmm. offense in Minnesota. And he's proven that's not the point at all. He's doing incredibly well, minus one game so far. And that's great to see from him.
1: For Minnesota, your offense looked great. It's your defense that something's going on. You gave up 38 points. Yes, I know the Rams are good, but your defense is supposed to be the best in the NFL. You should give up 25 points. Your offense should look at themselves and be like, if I can put up 31 points in a game, I have no problem winning. Yep. But that's just how powerful these Rams are. And honestly, the Rams' defense didn't look good in that game either since they gave up 31 points. But I don't know. It's I, I'd be scared of the Rams. They look scary good. However, Jared Goff this week
0: pales in comparison to Mr. Trubisky. He does. Mr. Trubisky, 354 yards and 19 only 19 completions. He only went 19, 19. for 26. <laughs> Three hundred and fifty four yards, six TDs, three carries for fifty-three yards. I, I don't know what to say I mean, yeah, they were playing the Bucks, but it's he had a he had a a couple weeks combined into one game. I mean, it was outstanding. If the, he keeps that up, oh look out, Chicago will take it.
1: Well oh, yeah. The NFC North is still up for grabs, but thanks to a tie. We'll 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 get on that in a second. Um, um speaking of the Bucks. Fitzpatrick. Fitzmagic is done.
0: Audi, getting had a good run. For
1: anyone who after two weeks seriously thought he'd be still starting come week six, you need to stop doing whatever you're doing and not watch football ever again. Also, uh,
0: Jameis Winston got picked off very first pass attempt.
1: Yeah. The Bucs, Jameis Winston isn't the answer. Fitzmagic is not the answer. The Bucs are not the answer. They, they should just,
0: relocate to London.
1: They just—they need to completely hit the reset button. Dirt cutter, sorry. You're out. Start over. Get a new quarterback.
0: Fact. (laughs) End of story. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Um, I didn't know where you were going to end. I thought you were done talking. You said one more thing several times. It's okay.
1: Um, I apologize.
0: Let's make it better next time.
1: I'll try. (laughs) Our lovely Detroit Lions... Um, Uh, made a comeback at the end of the game against the Cowboys. They scored a little too early. I understand them scoring. Take the points when the points are there. But with two minutes and 17 seconds left, you give Dallas back the ball. All they needed was one play, which is a pass to Zeke, to set him up for a field goal. There were three, I believe, three stupid penalties on that play. Um, Jumped offsides, lined up offsides, and roughing the passer. That wasn't really roughing the passer. But that's a whole another
0: story. Um, what do you? That's think? the fourth person I don't like. NFL officials.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because they can confuse me. They do. They do. I, I have no idea what anything is anymore.
0: You know, it, all this is overshadowing the fact that they finally figured out what a catch was this year. Oh, yeah, great. I know. It's wonderful, but now nobody cares about that because we don't know what a sack <laughs> is. We oh, what yeah. is. We don't know what a and passer is. We don't know what anything. A. Um, defenseless receiver is it's confusing and we try to figure this stuff out you try to understand the game of football Mm -hmm. and everything you get taught to do growing up to play football Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you do that and you can't right it's ridiculous it is stupid
1: so anyways mondays i found this cool stat and i want to show you um i don't need to see i know you're not gonna see i'm just tell you (laughs) so red zone production Teams going in the red zone, scoring touchdowns only. So far in 2018, when a team re- reaches the end zone, who do you think scores the most touchdowns, percent-wise? From the red zone? From the red zone. Over field goals, turnovers, anything. I'm going to go with Kansas City. The number one, 91.67%. Who do you think? Look at me. I know, right? Who's number two? Number two, number two, number
0: two, number two. I don't know Cincinnati. Oh, I knew we're getting that one. <laughs> that <There>
1: goes <laughs> Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Seattle, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, who is the last team in the league since he brought this up? And to go with the
0: uh, Detroit Lions,
1: yes, thirty-three percent. That's wow. unacceptable. They need to score touchdowns in the red zone. You can't be kicking field goals when you get down to the 15-yard line. You need to pound that ball in one way or another. And until they do, they will continue to lose. But I'm a Lions fan, and we're 1-3, and, and we got a division game, so there's still hope. Same thing every year. You said it earlier.
0: Yep. Just curious on that list, where do the Atlanta Falcons lay? Uh, let me go find
1: it. Atlanta. Don't, they're not on here. Number seven. <laughs> They're that high, yeah, sixty-six point six seven percent. Pittsburgh's on here, like it. This, I'm by sure, th- all the teams are on there. Yeah, so the Jets. That's this by no means <laughs> completely reflects like success as a team record-wise. Um, Green Bay's at the bottom of it. It kind of does, but at the end of the day, it's just interesting to see how bad we are. And how good Kansas City is. <laughs>
0: there's a reason that Jason Hansen is our most successful point scorer in the history exactly. of the franchise as a kicker. Exactly. We settle for field goals. Fourth stupid. and stupid. Fourth and six in our own forty two yard line. Go for a field goal. No, just go for it. Go it's for early it. in the game. Just go for it. We'll never do it.
3: All
1: right. Let's bring Josh on.
0: What's up, Josh? Welcome, Josh. Hey
3: how we doing fellas doing real well yourself good good you know thanks for having me
0: all right tell us a little about yourself
3: well uh name's josh flood let's see i've known matt for a long long time grew up family friends ended up coaching (laughs) baseball together Nice. went to school together played a little bit and now we just uh you know have a good time hang out and talk sports so that's why i'm here
0: cool good time good time All right, so we're going to jump right into this, our uh, five games we do every week. Uh, We're going to start with the Thursday night game. should be, well, the way New England's playing, it should be a good game this week. Indianapolis at New England. Who you got, Josh?
3: I I think it's an easy one. I'm taking New England all the way. As much as I don't like Brady, you you can't beat him.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I mean, Andrew Luck still has to prove himself in my book coming back from an injury, so... This should be an easy win for the mm-hmm. Patriots, but I think it's going to be a closer game than we anticipated. Especially if the Lions can beat them.
1: I, I think yeah, New you're England, not wrong. Yeah, I think New England's blowing them out of the water, man. They got no defense. Um, you're getting Edelman back. Uh, Josh Gordon will actually have a couple games under his belt. Then I, I have New England winning um, quite easily. No, oh, so we all agree. That's
3: fine.
0: Yeah. All right, Sunday game of the week: uh, Minnesota at Philadelphia. Josh, what are you thinking?
3: Uh, this one was tough. This one was definitely the toughest one out of all of them. I'd have to go with, um, uh, Minneapolis. I'll go with Minnesota. Um, you know that Buffalo game was a little shaky, but they played really well against a really good Rams team. So it gave me a little bit more faith in them.
0: I absolutely agree with you. Um, their offense isn't going to stay bad forever. Something's going to get figured mm-hmm. out. They came in this season be one of the top defenses, and they got to figure that out too. Their offense has been performing um they're gonna take it to philly hands down i think
1: no uh philly's gonna win it's on their their home field um alshon jeffrey's back eight receptions 105 yards i had a touchdown already this week but he's old it doesn't matter. don't
3: remind me he was on my fantasy football bench
1: <laughs> yeah mine too <laughs> um, i got philly running away with this one too
3: Alrighty, well, I th- I think that's tough, you know. Carson Wentz saying all the way back, I think you know, at the end of the year, it'd be a different story. But I guess we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, you're wrong, Adam. Nope, <laughs> I'm right. I'm always right. <laughs> Sunday night game, Dallas at Houston. Paddle for the Lone Star State.
3: I'm gonna go Houston just because their defense. Dallas' is, you know offense is pretty decent. Dak looked okay against the Lions. I'd say he looked better than I thought he would. Zeke's obviously a monster, but I think he gotta go with Houston. Houston's defense in that aspect.
0: Well, I almost had Houston, but uh, after watching Zeke embarrass Detroit yesterday and Dak start to do some things that he got drafted in the league to do, I think Dallas is going to take it. Houston just doesn't have the offense to keep up with them. Um, yeah, their defense is good, and they're going to be able to stop the ball a bit more than, than uh, they were this last week, but Houston's offense can't keep up with Dallas's.
1: I think Deshaun Watson is due for a breakout game. Um, I'm taking him. Hopkins is going to hit two touchdowns. And I'm saying uh, Miller's going to have one touchdown, buck 40 on yards. Yeah, write those down. I'd like to see how close you weren't.
2: Monday night game. Two
0: I don't know. <laughs> 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 Monday night game. We got Washington at New Orleans. New Orleans coming back home. Who do you got, Josh?
3: I had New Orleans that that offense. Alvin Kamara. That is a tough one to beat. Let me tell you.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kamara just he came alive this last week. Unbelievable. Drew Brees had a bad week and still managed to play an outstanding game.
3: Mm-hmm. I agree. Did exactly what he needed to do. Yep, exactly.
0: That's just tough about having anybody in the New Orleans Saints in your fantasy football team is Drew Brees is so good he can be bad and still be good.
1: Right. Exactly. Exactly. No. I, I agree with you guys. I think the Saints are going to run away with this one pretty easily.
0: All right, and our random game of the week: Baltimore at Cleveland.
3: Joshua, you know, I I'd really, really like to pick Cleveland. I really would. I think it's a pretty cool story, um, but I, I got to go Baltimore, especially with going into Pet and beating them, beating them the way they did. You know, the the, the Pittsburgh-Cleveland game was a tie. So I think if Baltimore can go into pit and beat them the way they did, I think they got a pretty good chance against Cleveland.
0: So I will say, um, for what it's worth, I believe Cleveland won this past week. They got sort of hosed on most of the calls, and I think they're going to win again next week. They they're good. They're really good. They're right there. They're right on the cusp of being a great team, or at least a very good team. And I think they're going to start it this next week, home against Baltimore.
1: That's what I think the difference is in this matchup is that it's in Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore looks really, really good, but I think Cleveland is still in the mentality of they're playing with house money. I think Baltimore may start thinking, hey, we actually have something going here,
3: so I'm going to take the Browns, baby. Yay. All right. <laughs> I can't wait to be both of you this week.
0: <laughs> Josh, it's a pleasure having you on, buddy. Tell the family and say hey.
3: hi. Will do. Hey, I appreciate you having me, man. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely, brother.
1: Yep. All righty. So, update, people. We'll update you through week three. Uh, Matt is seven and eight. I'm eight and seven. And our guests are nine and six. Killing us. Uh, Marcus Fitzpatrick actually has the best record as our guest Pssh. right now. Four and one. So, I guess if we had these... He was juicing. You're ten and nine. I'm eleven and nine. Or eleven and eight. So... But it's been fun. This is really good. I'm glad we get to keep this going. And uh, at the end of the season, you know, we'll all sit down and pick a random person and something fun will come his way.
0: Well, uh, a prize Or hers. We just haven't had a female share any of our posts.
1: Come on, females. You want to come on our show? We're fun.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see the demographics of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They look a lot like us, like looking in a mirror. Yep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can always reach us by email, mattmuse, gmail.com, call or text 989-372-1391, uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Matt and Facebook, and always mattmused.com, latest episodes, all the fun information. Um, yeah, you got anything?
0: It was fun. Good episode. It was. I'm Definitely you, not our worst. You did really well for how tired you say you are. I am exhausted. I'm probably only going to drink, like, one more beer tonight and go to bed.
1: Nice. See ya. See ya. That was the Matt Mew Show. Thank you for listening.